Good morning, good morning. Good morning. You didn't know we could get this many people in the, in the lodge, did you? Good morning. Number one, I want to thank you. Um, and I tell people one thing. You have never sold anything until you try to sell tickets to a conference. Can we get an, can we get an amen? Because there's, there's 477 conferences going on every week, right? And so just you spending time with us and coming and, and, and spending a couple days with us, man, means the world to us. So number one, I want to give you a hand. You guys give yourself a hand for committing to your future and your potential. And, and I, felt, uh, I felt called to do this. Put your, put your hand on the person beside you. I want to pray over this event. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for these people here today. We want to thank you for the talent that you've given them. We want to thank you for the team who has put this together. We want to thank you for, for blessing people to have the ability to live in the greatest country in the world, Lord. We thank you for the talents that we've been given. Please guard, guide, and direct these talents and help every person who is at this conference over the next two days live a blessed life, Lord, and use those talents and distribute those talents to the world in such a way that the world knows that they're doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing. For it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you for letting me do that, guys. Thank you. All right. As we get started today, I, I said something to somebody just the other day. And when there is a... Um, the banks have a term for high net worth individuals. And if you're a banker in the room, you can help, help me out with this. But it's high net worth, it's... it's uh, ultra high net worth individual. And they have a little tagline for those people. And when you get to a certain level, you are ultra high net worth individual, right? And they put you in a different category when it comes to the banking. Well, here's what I see in a lot of people. They are ultra talented, but undercapitalized. How many of you feel like you're a level 10 person, but you've been stuck at a level 4 opportunity for a long time? You're a level 10 person, but for some reason you are undercapitalized. Maybe you don't know how to bring your talent to the marketplace. Maybe you don't know how to distribute your talent at a very high level. Maybe you don't have the right vehicle that you're in. Maybe there's something that's prohibiting you from playing at a much higher level. How many of you would like a better life than what you have right now? Raise your hand. Let's look around the world. Like, right, like what initiates a better life? Uh, what initiates, because you know I just finished the book Pray Drive. Thank the good Lord for me getting that book done because it took me two years and, I, and there's nothing better when you write a book that takes you two years for the publisher to come back and send you an email that says, this book has gone into publication, right? And I'm like, thank the good Lord. <laughs> 17 edits, two years of writing a book, back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. But, but the concept is, prey drive is pursuit of potential. It's pursuit of something, right? And, and at some point in many people's lives, they, they lose their prey drive. They quit pursuing their potential, or they become complacent in some way, which is a gradual settling to a place of mediocrity. And, and I think what you got to first start with is, man, I want a better life. I want a better life for my family. I want a better life for my kids. I want a better life for the future. I want to pursue that potential. And so I see so many people, and I'm like, man, that person is so talented. They are super talented, but they are undercapitalized. And there's some missing structure that they have that they can't quite figure out. Either they haven't found their talent, they don't, they don't know how to package their talent, which is a big problem for a lot of people. It's like you have all this brilliance and all this genius, but you don't know how to bring it to the world. They don't know how to market their talent, or they don't know how to, this is a big one that we're going to talk about this morning, they don't know how to monetize their talent. 
Now, I want you to think of those four areas I just showed you because I've coached thousands and thousands of people over the last 30 years. And I'll go, that's a super talented person. I'm confused on why they're not operating at a higher level. Right? Now, why are they not playing at a higher level? Why are they not performing at a higher level? And there's a frustration there. And that frustration is good because frustration is just misguided enthusiasm. It's something on the inside that wants to come out, but you don't know how to bring it out. You don't, right? So you're just frustrated all the time, okay? And, and unless you're a high D personality and you're just angry all the time, right? Because that's part of your personality style. So, so I want you to tell the person beside you out of those four ears, because what I want to start off with this morning is I'm going to actually show you step by step how I produce 540,000 in a day. Would that be valuable to you if I showed you step by step how we produce 540,000 in one day? Yes or no? Okay, so, so I didn't think that was possible many years ago. I was a high school basketball coach. I never had more than $2,500 in the bank. I worked 80 hours a week every week. I used to work eight hours a day on Sunday. I would get up and go to church on Sunday morning, go to my office and work. I mopped the floors. I built the locker room. I coached the kids. I drove the bus. No matter how hard I worked, I couldn't generate any more income. And, as, and the truth is, if you would have come to me, Cody, at 25 years old and said you could be a multimillionaire, I would go, why, why would I want to do that? I'm happy. I'm doing what I love doing. I, have, I had no conversations about money. I never thought about money. I never even thought about it. Everybody with me? And I only started thinking about it when I started my business at 31 years old. And in my very first year, I lost 75000 and I remember at the very end of the year, my, I sat down on my account. I said, how do we do this year? And she said, well, you know, you're negative 75,000. And I said, what? I said, you got to be something. You got you this all wrong. I went all over the place. I spoke at every rubber chicken event you could speak at. Every rotary club, every freaking civic organization. I spoke every, right, every, anywhere they would have me, I spoke. I was busy every day. There's no way... I lost $75,000. There's no way. She said, sir, you don't understand financial literacy. You don't understand the difference between an asset and a liability. You don't understand a balance sheet. You don't understand profit and loss. She said, you didn't make any money, right? I had one assistant. I don't even really know how I even paid her. She came from me from being a basketball coach. Like I took my top assistant as a basketball coach and I said, hey, you're going with me to start a business. Now we got two people who have no idea how to run a business. We got two basketball coaches trying to run a business, and, and I literally had no idea, and in the first year, we lost 75000 I think the second year, we, we maybe were cash positive 30000 or 50000 and then in my third year, we broke $100,000. Now, here's a stat. Only 12 to 15% of people in the United States make over $100,000 of personal income a year. Does everybody see that? So when you get to making $100,000 of personal income a year, you're in a pretty good category, right? Because only 12 to 15% of people actually earn $100,000 of personal income. Now, let me give you another stat. Small businesses, and most of your small business owners, only 4% of small businesses will ever break a million of revenue. 96% of small businesses will never produce more than a, a, a million of revenue. Now, it's awfully hard to, to make a million dollars if your business is not making a million dollars. Yes or no? Okay, so... so I start my business and I start going, man, I need some formulas. Money changes hands when problems are solved. The bigger the problem, the more money people will pay to solve that problem. I started to develop a selling system because I didn't have a selling system. I started to figure out how to generate leads. I started to figure out how to follow up on those leads. 
I started to figure out how to convert. I said, man, I got to get good at closing. I got to get good at conversion. Basically, what I got to do is I got to go out and hire a coach. So I started hiring coaches. And coaches began to coach me on how to do this, right? And so next thing you know, one day I woke up and, man, I had $100,000 in my bank account. And I'm like, where did that come from? And then I remember waking up one day and having $500,000 in my bank account. And then I remember waking up one day and having a million dollars in my bank account. And I never focused on the money. I only focused on how many people I could help. Everybody with me? And then my banker said, you're one of those high net worth individuals. And then when you get to that level, they start giving you special bankers. You know what I'm saying? Like they have a whole division for people there. And the worst thing you could do is tell people you have money, but you don't know what to do with it. Would everybody agree? Then all kinds of people come out of the woodworks and start telling you what to do with it. Invest it with me, and you can do it in this, and you can do it in this, and you can do it in this. And so I started this business, and I started to understand that we needed money to grow. Now, I want to make a real strong statement right here. Are you generating enough money to help you fulfill your purpose? How many of you have a big purpose and a big dream? And how many of you know that you're, it's going to take a lot of money to fulfill that dream? Yes or no? Okay, we were in meetings yesterday about the Greatness Factory of Nashville. Number one, the property was $7 million just to purchase it. I mean, $7 million valuation. It was valued at $7.2 million. The furniture cost $250,000. We met with the AV person. He said, your AV is going to be $400,000. I'm like, for a freaking LED screen? Right? Then we're going through, and the electrical group says, man, it's going to be this much, and then we got to design it, and then we got to build it, and the finishings are going to be this, and it's going to be this. And here's what I figure out, man. You need a lot of money to do something big. The Greatness Factory alone takes a lot of money to have a vision, and that's only one of them. That's only one Greatness Factory, not the 50 that I see in my mind. Does everybody see that? 